Hey, boys and girls, welcome. This is the House of Darkness, a new episode of Real Talk. I know, I'm using my regular voice. I know, I'm, you guys are, I'm sure you guys love listening to all my darkness woes and fussing and ranting about little things. And I'm trying to keep it short, like, because I start fussing and I realize if it starts pushing five minutes, it changes the whole dynamic. So I'm going to try to keep those bad boys short. If you like those, let me know. I like doing them. They're fun to me. And, like, hearing my my, my stupid voice change and all different, especially if I when I go, like, high-pitched fussing. And here, like even higher, it's actually kind of funny, and I and I like the background music I chose because it just kind of fits with my whole dynamic with that. But if you like it, let me know. You know, I, I'll keep going, and, I, and actually, I'm gonna keep going anyways because I just like fussing about stuff, especially stuff that's not important. But uh, it's it's fun for me. It's 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 slightly therapeutic because I just get a lot of just unnecessary like stuff off my chest. But that's not, but well, that's what we're not talking about right now. We're using regular, normal House of Darkner man voice. Because we got a review to do. So everyone, put on your seatbelts, grab yourself some popcorn, hug your loved ones, because we going in. Alright guys, for those who don't know, this past Wednesday, which by the way, can we all point out the fact that like just Disney Plus just decided that every all their shows are going to be on Wednesday now? I know they started it with Loki. They're like, you know, you know, you got Tom Hiddleston up there with, you know, with his face talking about Wednesday's the new Friday. But I didn't know that it was, it was going to encompass everything on Disney Plus. And I kind of get why maybe they're trying to dodge, like, a lot of Friday stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how TV works anymore because I don't watch regular TV. If if there's even a such thing as regular TV, I mean, with all these streaming services and stuff, do people still have cable? I don't know. But the point is, I do notice that all of a sudden, like, you watch, like, you know, all the new shows on Disney+, Plus, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, or anything like that, are, like, all dropping on Wednesday. I guess it's good. It gives you, it gives you like the rest of the week to watch it. Cause if you're not watching it by the time the weekend hits, you're messed. You're going to be all messed up. Cause everything's going to get spoiled and jacked up. Cause kid you not, within 12 hours, people are already dropping videos of their theories and, and breakdowns of the episodes and what they think is going to happen in the future and all that stuff. Literally like within like the next 24 to 48 hours. So you need to get on those rules. That's probably what they did on Wednesday. But anyways, for those who don't know, Wednesday was the season finale of the book of boba fett and so we got we got we got the you know we got a whole turf war that's happening between boba fett and the pikes and the syndicate and all the jimmy jams and the terry lewis's and it and, it's, and, he, and he's getting allies from, from from folks all over the scene anyways <laughs> it's, it's pretty good don't get me wrong like i like to see the finale uh, but let's we're gonna talk about uh, the book of Boba Fett as a whole for season one. So for those who don't know, the book of Boba Fett takes place, actually, everything right now, except for like Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan takes, is going to take place after episode three, obviously, because it's, uh, Obi-Wan, the series is, is like, what was he doing after, uh, Rise, is it Rise of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith, excuse me, Rise of the Sith. I'm mixing names. Revenge of the Sith. And before New Hope, what was what was Obi Wan doing in that span of time? Because that's at least what eighteen years, eighteen twenty years of his life. What was he doing? You know, was he on Tatooine the entire time? You know, what was his interaction with young? Like we're talking about, like baby boy Luke, not like teenage boy Luke. We're talking about baby boy Luke. His interaction with Lars and, and you know what I mean. What, what was he doing? Did he actually? You know, because according to, according to uh, was it not Clone Wars Rebels? He, 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 like, he literally puts the one, two on, on, on Darth Maul. So we know what he was doing, at least at that point. But what, what, what was he doing leading up to that? You know what I mean? So I'm very curious to see. 
I, I do want to see it. I think it's great we get to see Ewan McGregor. Apparently, you, uh, young-ish Obi-Wan gets to throw down with Darth Vader, like official, like armored, like cyborg Darth Vader, which is going to be cool. You know, things like that. We're going to get a lot of stuff in that one. But that, but still, that takes place after episode three leading into episode four, which I think is going to be fantastic. But in the book of Boba Fett, uh, uh, it's five years after the, the, the destruction of uh, the second Death Star and the Empire and stuff like that. Uh, or at the end of Return of the Jedi. Uh, the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett, I even want to say Ahsoka, all takes place five years after the fact. So when you see Boba Fett, Boba Fett literally is still in the Sarlacc five years later. That brother is being slowly crockpot version of digested in the worst way possible. Like, uh, they weren't kidding that when they said in like Return of the Jedi that it's like it's a torture slow digestive process. My brother's already, he's been in that stomach for five years. And it's like, that's crazy. So, and you know, and like, it pretty much explained what he's been doing since he escaped Sarlacc. And, it, you know, and like I said, it's, it's, it's actually kind of cool to get to see, like, um, uh, what's his name? Tamora come back because he played Django. And now he gets to come back and play Boba, which makes sense because he's a clone. So it's kind of cool to get to do that. You know, and he gets to return and gets to, and gets to, and gets to see what he's been doing. Uh, like before he led up to the scene, to what he, his appearance in season two of Mandalorian. And now th- to this point, uh, shout outs to Ming-Na Wen coming back as Phoenix Shand. She showed up in like actually a lot of things. She was in, she was for sure. She was in like she was in, once again, she was in season one of the Mandalorian. Was it season one? Yeah. It was, she was in season one of the Mandalorian. She shows up in Bad Batch, and now is if and comes back in season two of The Mandalorian, and now officially in uh the Book of Boba, and like and she kills it. I think Mina you know, when like kills it as Finnick Shan, and like shoutouts to the you know ladies still looking, you know, killing it, looking great. And, like I like her character. She she does it very well. And and we were talking about this the other day. It's very funny that you know, Mina went from from playing like. Being on ER, saving lives now to being like in, in these shows, like just putting putting the putting the hurt on people. It's kind of funny, but she she does a very good job and she and she plays this character very well. So I, I like I like seeing her. Um, here's my here's my here's my gripe, and I, I know it's kind of, it's it's kind of hard because I know I for especially for Dave Filoni and John Favreau and everyone who's involved in making Boba Fett. You got a lot to work with. You have to lock a lot to do because as of, as most people don't realize, especially if you've never read any of the, they're considered legacy books, by the way. And what I mean legacy books is that all the, for, so for years, we're talking about after, uh, episode six. So you're talking about after like 1985, there have been books upon books that were written about Lando and, Han and Chewie, and and you're talking about like you know post uh, Return of the Jedi with the return of, uh, with the restoring the Jedi Order, uh, Luke and Leia, you know Luke going dark, Leia saving Luke when she was being trained to be a Jedi, Han and Leia having twins, like leading all the way to the Vector Prime series where where Chewie gets killed. I mean, all these stories from like Luke find, you know being you know, in the whole Mar Jade relationship and them getting married and having Ben. All this stuff is all considered legacy, meaning it's not canon. 
slowly but surely they are bringing stuff back in, in, in these new shows like Bad Batch, The Mandalorian, even technically a little bit in Clone Wars and, and Ahsoka and stuff and making very specific things and or characters canon. Like obviously Thrall, he's officially canon now because he's now, now he's, because Ahsoka's officially canon. And, and they made it very clear when they started doing, I think, do you want to say when, when, when George Lucas was first starting to do the prequels, they removed all those books, called them legacy. And he says anything from, from this point on, from episode one to now, uh, media watch, which includes Clone Wars, the TV series, Clone Wars, the prequel, the prequel trilogy, Clone Wars, Rebels, and I think was that other series called The Resistance are all considered canon now. So Ahsoka, she's canon. All the things that happen in, in the Clone Wars series is considered canon. You know, leading all the way into like, like I said, into like the current, the original trilogy, and then with when the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and things like that, those are officially going to be canon as well. So in those moments, they have brought back certain things. Like one, they brought back uh, Thrawn. We have the whole situation with Mandalore and the fight with the Dark Saber. You know, like Boba Fett coming back. There's all this stuff that's like being like being reintroduced in, the, in these stories. I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. Uh, and introducing new characters more or less. I, I don't know how famous Fennec Shan was pre. If she was like a more of a new character. I didn't dig that hard because I don't kind of. I do and don't care. It's a weird thing. But, uh. They, they, they're definitely bringing, like, reintroducing stuff and bringing things back. They brought back Biff Fortuna. They see what he was doing. All these different things. I think it's really cool. Uh, that they're, that they're, they're kind of making, reestablishing the universe, especially post Return of the Jedi. Uh, my hard theory, my hard read is that it's because they're going to rewrite history. After the fail of the sequel trilogy, I think Filoni and Favreau and, and like uh, many others who are involved in, in the Star Wars part of the Disney universe want to kind of like reestablish history again, starting from Return of the Jedi and like set, you know, put, put these stones in the place or put, you put the path in the place to essentially probably eventually, who knows in the next like few years, un- do a new trilogy and a better one. That's a hard read. I was like, it, it's very intriguing how everything is going on. But with the Book of Boba Fett, like I said, we're focusing on what he's doing. And if you if you actually realize it too, in most of in most of the current, that's why I brought up the uh, the legacy books. In the legacy books, we found out what Boba Fett was doing. You know, and like his whole thing about about Han Solo, how he got out of the because there's a whole book dedicated to him being in the Sarlacc pit and how he gets out and things like that. And the fact that they have adopted some of that into this one, I mean, even if it was short, they still acknowledge that book. Uh, and kind of, and so that's the why I'm saying they're pulling stuff from like the books to kind of reestablish the, the current canon. Uh, and, and I, and I think it's cool. Like they're bringing back Thrawn and things like that. So they're, they're, they're establishing new canon and, and things. And with the hope, and in my mind, with the hope to give us a better trilogy in the future. But with, with Boba Fett, we see what happened. You know, we're focusing on him after he gets out of the star, like what he's doing on Tatooine at this point. And I, 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 for the most part, am okay with it. Uh, I, one of my favorite episodes to still is episode two, which kind of, it, it did, you know, in the show, it, it dives into what he's been doing 
before, especially even before he shows up in Mandalorian season two, and how he how he gets, why does he have a gaffy stick and all that stuff? Why is he dressed like a Tusker man? You find all that stuff out in episode two of the Book of Boba Fett, which I think is a really good episode. I love that episode. It makes it makes me it reminds me of when you read the book about Thrall in the in the World of Warcraft like novels. And, and it gave me a lot of respect for the for the orcs, especially in the Blizzard universe. Uh, and 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 this episode two of Boba Fett kind of did the same thing for me when it came to the Tusken Raiders. It gave me a lot of respect. Gave me a lot of respect for the Tusken Raiders at this point because every iteration of them has been giving us these barbaric beings and oh, every time you see them, it's a bad thing. Put a bullet in them, kind of thing. But you when you when you actually that episode episode two kind of gives you a little more understanding of what they're like and what they're about it's and i like it i think it's, they did a really good job with that um in between that like they introduced like the 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 wookie gladiator chrysanthemum that's a spoiler kind of if you haven't seen it yet little things like that i think is really cool uh they 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 kind of like do bring back uh, characters from like the previous season of mandalorian to kind of show show you where he is in the timeline so they're keeping it all connected but in all honesty, I think the show's only okay because I I have to say my favorite episodes were the ones like outside of like episode two didn't have Boba in it or it had very little of him in it. And if you don't know what I mean, the last not the fi- not the finale, but the last the, uh, the two episodes before that, you have to see and you'll know why I say that. And I feel like that's a that's a uh, that's a shame because you 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 have a you have an opportunity to make Boba Fett super cool you know because in 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 the current media boba's not that great let's be real uh he shows up in episode two he's half okay in episode two oh no excuse me uh uh episode five in empire strikes back he gets introduced you're like oh shoot he kind of is okay he doesn't really do anything not really and then episode six in return of the jedi he gets he gets you know blindsided into a into a sarlacc pit by a literally uh, like semi-blind han solo who's still recovering from uh, uh, hibernation sickness, and it's just like you got. It was like really, really the the most famous bounty hunter in all the in all the like the rims. This is this is how you're gonna do it to him? I'm like, all right. So now that we have this series, is trying to rebuild that, and I feel like they're starting to, but it's slow pace. And there's like the the, the problem is that this show has a lot of setup, a lot of setup. And not not to a fail because it didn't fail. I think like the finale was really good. I think they did a really good job with that. But it's a lot of setup, and so like so a lot of the show was just kind of like you know dialogue and exchanges and and story and and, 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 and while there's nothing wrong with that, it, it's very slow. It's very slow to get to to a lot of the big stuff. And I feel like when you go when you go back and watch like for like I want you I I want you guys to really do this. And I know it's kind of a I don't want to say this is an unfair comparison because if you're trying to reestablish stuff, your your flagship show, which is which was the Mandalorian, kind of showed gave us the standard that we want to live by when it comes to the future shows of of um the Star Wars series, and it's and it's true, it's true to this day, and I and I hold by that because I'm always gonna go back and compare. Like I'm watching Boba Fett, and I go back and compare. You guys don't see this, but there's a crazy squirrel sitting on a tree stump in my backyard. Like, I think he's trying to, like, stake out the scene or something. I don't know. It's weird. Sorry, I just got super distracted by a squirrel. <laughs> I already know someone's going to make a reference, but just, just deal with it. Deal with it. Squirrel. I get it. But um, 
When you go back, when you look at season one of Boba Fett, and then you go back and compare season one of The Mandalorian, you will honestly believe that Mandalorian is better. And I and I will stick by that. Like the whole reason why I, I remember watching the show, and I remember watching like the first few episodes of The Mandalorian, and literally my wife loved this because it's it's not a Star Wars story. Now, it isn't, isn't. And I feel like Boba Fett should have been like that more. Like especially more so because he's a he's a legendary character. And it, and it kind of, I feel like they dropped off a little bit. Not that the show is bad, like I said, but I, in comparison to, like, when Boba showed up in season two of, of The Mandalorian, he was dope. He walked in there swinging gaffy sticks and, and drop kicking bananas and taking, taking names, got his armor back, body slammed Sasha Banks. You know, he, he dropped, you know, he put a, put a gun towards, towards, uh, I forget her name right now. Anyways, the point is, he was really cool <laughs> when he shows up. And then when, he, when you see him in in uh, the book of Boba Fett, he kind of drops down a couple of levels, and I'm like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. He's every once in a while he showed some things, but it was like for most of the part he was just kind of floating around, and I, I didn't appreciate that. Um, but for me, it, I'm, I want to see what they do. Like they're kind of uh, alluding to a season two, like like in, in the Mandalorian, they alluded to the book of Boba Fett. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett is alluding to the new season of The Mandalorian, Ahsoka. Like, they're all kind of helping each other, like, jumpstart their series or their new season or something. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, I wish we had more... I wish we had more meaty episodes like Episode 2. Episode 2 was like, if this is the standard, let's go. Like, Episode 1 was okay. 2 got me. I was like, this is a really good episode. But it never stayed with it. That, that way, that feeling. And I was just like, we, we, you missed out. You missed out a little bit. But it's not a bad show by any means. You know, if you're a big f- fan of Boba Fett, whether or not because of the, of the books or because of the, what you've seen from the prequel trilogies, although the little boy who plays the, the young Boba, I, I'd punch him in the neck. Like, young Boba needs to get punched in the neck. But anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> Fire! Shut up. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. Sit down. Hold on with my helmet. But the point is, uh, I like I like the show. I wish it was better. I want it, I want it to be at the same caliber as The Mandalorian, and maybe maybe they'll get enough enough traction for season two to get to that level. Like, so and I'm I'm hoping I'm not disappointed by any means. I just want it more. I want it more. Especially they kind of they kind of gave us a lot with the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. So now I expect that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I felt the same way about Bad Batch. Like Bad Batch wasn't bad as a whole. It was just, I wanted more. I wanted more from it. And, and, and people are like, oh, you just want more Jedi. No, I just want, want more cool Bad Batch stuff. And like, if you guys are like, if you guys are these clone troopers, show me some cool clone trooper, like, adventure. Same thing, like, Mandalorian was cool adventures. Like, he's his lone, uh, Mandalorian with this creed, which by the way, he broke the rule 19,000 times in season two, but, uh, with his creed and he's walking around with, and he's got crazy, like, cowboy, space cowboy music and he's getting into, like, gun battles with folks. It, it's like, it was so, there's just, he's flying around and all over space and running from people and chasing people and he's, he's grogooing it and stuff. It was like, I, that was what I loved about it. And I, I kind of wanted that with Boba Fett, like, with him and Fennec Shan. And I, I wanted them to, like, go on around and be like, well, you know, I'm Boba, she's Fennec. Blah, 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 blah. Give me your money. Blah, blah. Go press Latin. Wrong universe. But still, blah, blah. I'm Boba. Boba this. Boba that. Give me a shake. I like that Boba tea. None of that. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of that. You know, and it was just like, I wish we got more of that. And I was hoping to give us more of that. And like, 
Don't give us uh, Boba the retired <laughs> series where the man starts like literally starts wearing Hawaiian shirts like under his armor. Like, don't do that. Don't do that to us. Give us like really cool Boba stuff. But anyways, uh, in usual House of Dragon fashion, we're gonna rate this bad boy. I would, I will honestly give. It's a seven. It's a solid seven. Six point five to seven because. It's, it has cool stuff in it, and I, I like the characters, and I like some of the, some of the exchanges, but it's kind of boring. Just barely. It's just shy of being cool, like, all the way through. And I feel like in season two, if they get the green light to do season two, it's going to be really, it's going to, like, I think they'll realize they'll like the, what they need to do to make their show pick up speed, and it's going to get better. And I feel like I, I am worried. I, and I will say this. I will say this about Boba Fett. I think one of the things that makes the Mandalorian better than Boba Fett is that, like, Mando doesn't stay in one spot. He's everywhere. Din's going all over the place. And the fact that he's doing all these crazy, like, cowboy, space cowboy adventures with now, Gro- with, you know, like in the season one and season two with Grogu, I'm going to spoil stuff. Uh,. That was the fun part about it. Like he's he's meeting all these different people. He's taking on things like crate dragons and and fighting weird ice spiders on that one planet. Which by the way, that was a very creepy episode. It scared my kid and stuff like that. My my youngest, he was not happy about that episode. But it was a creep. But you know what I mean? Different stuff like that was happening. He's dealing with like X wing fighters who are essentially like their space version of cops. You know, you know, you know, which which gonna do? Like they're doing all that. Stuff, you know what I mean? Like. I, and like the exchange of different characters and never he never stayed in one spot and with the with the book of Boba Fett I feel like they're staying on Tatooine and while we will get more Tatooine stuff like we are, we, we're so used to very specific parts of Tapo, Tatooine Desert Raiders Mus Espa Mus Eisley that's it actually I think it was mostly more more of just Eisley than Espa but the, the point is if we get to expand the universe of Tatooine which I think they're they're starting to do I think that's gonna be cool but the fact that he's stuck on planet, it's going to be a little hard to deal with unless they step it up. It's, it's almost like, I don't want to make this comparison, but people kind of try, like, people had issues with uh, Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine because guess what? They're not exploring space. They're on a space station doing space station stuff. But they made it, they stepped it up by like allowing, like bringing all these different kind of people coming in on the station and visiting the whole thing about the wormhole, why they're experimenting on, like they're, they're, they're protecting a wormhole from like, like people trying to take advantage or, or trying to dominate over it. And, and part of it was also exploring what was on the other side of the wormhole. They're still doing that. You know, you got all these new characters. You got, you got, you got cameos from like Picard showing up. You got, you have a uh, wharf becoming part of the crew. You got O'Brien there. So you got some of the old, you got a, then you got a bunch of new, and then you got you got these established stuff that starts happening, and and, and then and then big thing, then you got the you know, Jim Hadard and the Dominion War. It just started going crazier and crazier after that, and I think that's and, and I think uh, that's what Boba Fett needs to do. The book of Boba Fett needs to be just like DS Nine. You know, it, it starts a little rough because you're trying to establish, but when after that you got to get going, you got to get all this going. Like the Pike, like the war with the Pikes, that was cool. But give us more. Okay, now, now you dealt with the syndicate. What else is going to happen? No, it's got to, you know, are we going to, are we going to bring back, are we going to, you know, like be like Thrall and reunite all the tribes of the Tusken Raiders? Are you going to become the new chief and of the Tusken Raiders? They like, you know, stuff like that. I want to see what else he's going to do other than just be, I own stuff and I'm going to wear my retired sash the entire time because I don't want to live that bounty life anymore. Okay, that's great. But do cool stuff, Boba. 
You know, I've been making fun of you for years. Change my mind. <laughs> like when you appeared in Mandalorian season two, you changed my mind for a minute. Right now, you're 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 not you're not. It's not working. Help me out. Help me out. Well, let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. I know this was kind of. I've been like I'm like all over the place with this one, but it's it's Star Wars, so you almost can't help it. But and I, and I <coughs> oh, excuse me. And I want to give you guys a little more of a media episode because I do a lot of all, all the little short ones. And, and, and there's a little more of a discussion. Like, some people don't know. Like, like Boba Fett had books that came out after after Return of the Jedi, kind of making him cooler, making him better. But they don't, they're not considered canon anymore. So people, technically, people, it doesn't exist for people. And I know there's comics out there nowadays and stuff like that. But who's reading all those comics? Nobody is. I haven't. I just know bits and pieces. So, like, needing this stuff needing this show to kind of reestablish what kind of character he is, especially for new people, is very important. And and, and even more so for old fans and people who are really fans of the, the mystery of Boba Fett. He was, that was the mystery. Like, we, we didn't even, we knew nothing about him. All we knew was that he was putting, he was putting people in, in graves, taking Padawan's braids and putting it on his armor. You know what I mean? We're like, we, this guy was the dangerous, was the most dangerous bounty hunter in the world, but we didn't know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm hoping they kind of show that, even 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 if it's the older version of him, show why he's still a dangerous person. Anyways, that's what that's my whole take on the book of Boba Fett. I am looking forward to seeing what they do with season two. I want them to do more. I want them to do better. I want them to do great. But now we are on. I think what I think I just saw somewhere that Obi Wan, like the story, is supposed to be in March or May or something like that. It should be happening soon, and then everything that happens after that. I can't wait to see. What goes on with more of, of Mandalorian season three, um, like more of the like Marvel like plus shows. I think what's the current one? What's the one that's supposed to come out now? Is it Moon Knight? Is either Moon Knight? I think Moon Knight's either the next series or um, uh, I don't remember. It's either Moon Knight or Ms. Marvel. I think. Uh, I think it's Moon Knight actually, to be honest. But we'll we'll, we'll get into that once once we know more. Once you know more, and we'll talk about that more. But this is the House of Darkner talking about the book of Boba Fett. You guys behave yourselves. Don't eat grass. And if you see a squirrel out there outside screaming, run because he's calling his friends. Run, run. <laughs>